there's so many different things going on today, but I think that first reading with St. Stephen is one of the most amazing, amazing readings that we have because we see a lot of, uh, oh gosh, we, we, we see a lot of saintly living and also sinful living, and then also the foreshadowing of, of great conversion within that, that one reading itself. Um, one of the things that, that we realize is that Stephen, he uses that same word that Moses would use to describe the Israelites in that situation. You know, that, that they are a stiff-necked people. And without needing to go into any, any details, he uses, he uses a specific term. He says, you're uncircumcised in heart and your ears. He's just saying, essentially, you have something covering your ears and covering your heart. It's, it's you're refusing to listen. You're actually shutting yourself off specifically. And you notice that even when they essentially rush Stephen and decide to kill him, it says they cover their ears so as to not to hear the, you know, essentially this truth that he's speaking at that point. So they do everything to not listen to the truth in that particular situation. And then, interestingly, you have a man, of course, a future saint, the future Saint Paul, who is trying to listen, trying to do the right thing, but he's completely wrong. You know, he's absolutely on the wrong track. And you see Paul standing there in the collusion of this murder of Saint Stephen. And so it points to a lot of different things that we, I've been talking about the Eucharist quite a bit lately. But one of the most important things that we all have to realize individually as Catholics is that we can effectively do what everybody in that first scene in the Acts of Apostles is doing. We can receive our Lord in the Eucharist, but like St. Paul says, if we're in sin, especially if we're in some sort of mortal sin, we're essentially eating or drinking a judgment upon our very selves because we've already cut ourselves off spiritually from the Lord by, by the sin that is an obstacle between us and him. And so our great hope is, is to remove these obstacles out of our lives so that when we receive the Lord, he really can change us and make us, you know, one with himself. That's really our goal. But it's really, really easy because of our stiff-necked nature or our own pride to receive the Lord in the Eucharist and then go back out into the world and feel zero change effectively. You know, this is the problem. For him to be active in our life, we really have to examine ourselves. That's what we say. We use that term, an examination of our conscience. And sometimes the longer you've been doing that, the more stones you've un unturned in your life and looked and peered into dark corners of yourself, that's sometimes when you find certain things that you've been doing that you might not even know that you've been doing. Uh, you know, many of you probably know this too. Those of you especially who've been living a holy life, going to daily mass, have the sacraments. A lot of the time, you eradicate the bad sins somewhat, you know, over, over the course of time. You're like, there's a lot of mortal sins that I no longer commit. You've just kind of put them to the past. And then you start to notice that it's all in the subtleties at that point in your life. There's not too many major sins anymore, but they're all in the way that we speak to each other, 
the way that we receive each other, subtle sins of pride, subtle sins of judgment. All of these different things are a little harder to see in ourselves. So the further we go on this path of our spiritual life, really the more closely we have to examine the subtleties of how we interact with one another, how we interact with God, you know, how attached we are to our material world and material possessions at that point. Because like I said, many of those, those big things are like, oh, you know, I've kind of got those licked. But it's the small things that we really have to pay attention to. Those opportunities of gossip that kind of linger in every environment imaginable, from a seminary to a church to a workplace to everywhere you can possibly imagine. But we always seek to move those obstacles out of the way so that when we receive the Lord, when we receive the true bread of life, that he can truly act in us so that we can be him to the world. Like I've said before, we are living, breathing tabernacles. We, if we seek to be temples of the Holy Spirit, which we are about to receive, you know, we have to be clean. Our consciences have to be clean. And, and that takes a lot of work and, and a lot of introspection to actually look at our conscience and be honest with ourselves. And if we can do that, we will not be people who have a circumcised heart and ears. We will be open in heart to the Holy Spirit and open in ears to, to what he has to say to us so that we can actually go out in the world and be a temple of the Spirit. God bless you all today.